for you as a federal employee, you have three big pieces of income in retirement, your pension, social security, and your TSP. And of those three, your TSP is the most controllable where you have the most hands-on control over that source of income. And one of the biggest pieces when it comes to you know, the decision you have to make with your TSP is how you wanna invest it and what type of account you wanna invest it in, meaning the Roth or the traditional TSP. And in the past, I have done some videos touching on this topic, but today I'm like, okay, the federal employees have to know the deepest parts of what this decision is talking about and all the different ramifications to think about. So today we're going deep into whether you should do traditional TSP, Roth TSP, or somewhere in the middle. So really buckle up, hang on, it's gonna be a great episode today. And for those on the YouTube channel, I'm actually gonna be sharing my screen because I have an incredible article all about this topic. It's actually a really long guide going through all some of the nuances that you need to know about the traditional versus Roth question. So if you're on the podcast, when you have a second, when you're not driving, not running on the treadmill, not any of that, definitely check out that article. So we're gonna go right through it. And of course, there's always a table of contents on all my big long articles that go through all the main sections that you can just kind of skip through and hit the, the parts of it that are most relevant for you. Okay, so of course, if you've been watching my stuff for a while, you know that the main difference between the traditional TSP and the Roth TSP is when you pay taxes, right? We all know that the traditional TSP is the pre-tax TSP, meaning when you put money in, you get a tax deduction, okay? When you put money in the traditional TSP, your taxable income for that year is actually gonna go down, okay? It goes down. If you put money in the Roth TSP, all that happens is you don't get a tax deduction. Your, your taxes don't necessarily go up, you just don't get the tax deduction that you would otherwise have. So if you switch from the traditional over to the Roth, then yeah, you're gonna be paying more in taxes because you're not getting that deduction that you would otherwise. So that is really the main difference is taxes. And because of that one main difference, a ton of ramifications come to play that we're gonna talk about shortly. Okay, so one thing though, when it comes to the Roth TSP, of course we all love the fact that when you put money in, you don't, you know, you pay taxes then, but when you take money out in retirement, you don't have to pay taxes. That is the, one of the best advantages. Now, one thing I have to share is that you have to make sure that you follow a few rules to make sure that money can come out without taxes or penalty. The first one is you have to be 59, or 59 and a half or older to be able to access your TSP or your Roth TSP earnings without a early penalty and taxes, okay? And let me make a clarification. When you put money into the Roth TSP, they, they keep track of how much you've put into the Roth TSP and how much your contributions have earned for you. And when you take money out in retirement, they, they track, they take it out pro rata from your contributions and your earnings. And if you happen to take it out, before 59 and a half, or before you've had the Roth TSP open for five years, then your money, may, your earnings, not your contributions, your contributions you already paid taxes on, but your earnings can be subject to taxes. And if you're under 59 and a half when you make the withdrawal, then an early penalty as well. So you don't want that to happen. That's one, I guess, you know, nuance that you wanna make sure you understand what the Roth TSP is. There's limits there. Okay, so, 
when looking at taxes and which one to put your money in, there's a few things to think about. First is what state are you gonna retire to? Maybe you're not moving, maybe you're gonna stay exactly where you are, but maybe you are moving. What is the tax situation of where you are right now compared to where you're gonna be in retirement? For example, if you're in a state that has a pretty high income tax, right? But if you're moving to a state like Florida or Texas where there is no income tax, well, your taxes in retirement may be lower. They may actually be lower, right? Depending on your sources of income. So that's one thing to think about is, okay, if I'm actually going to go to a state where there's less income taxes, maybe it does make sense for me to pay the taxes um, later, right? So I'm going to take the deduction now by investing in the traditional TSP. And then later when I don't have to pay state taxes, that's when I'm going to pay taxes because it's going to be a less overall rate, right? But the opposite is also true. If you say, hey, actually in retirement, I'm going to be living in a state that they actually tax, tax my income more than I, they would now right? More than the state that I'm in now. Then maybe you want to do the Roth DSP. That's the first consideration. What state are you going to retire to? Next, are you passing money to any any heirs, your kids, your grandkids? Is that something that's important to you? I've talked to many people that say, no, I'm not really worried about it. If they get any money, cool, but I'm not worried about it. I want to enjoy my money for my retirement as best as I can. And if that's the case, that's great too. But if you want to make sure that your heirs have as much money as you can give them, well, there's one thing to keep in mind. If you pass them a traditional account, a pre-tax account, then they're going to have to pay taxes. They're on the hook for those taxes as they take that money out, right? And so you're just passing that tax bill on to them. If you want to give them tax-free money, well, you want to give them a Roth account, whether a Roth TSP, Roth IRA right? If you pass one of those, then they do not have to pay the taxes because you already paid them, right? Which is a great thing. So that's another thing to think about. The next, and we kind of touched on this, is when can you access or when do you need to access your TSP, right? Because many of you already know the traditional TSP, one huge advantage of that account is that if you retire in the year you turn 55 or later, you can access your traditional TSP without that 10% penalty, that early penalty for being younger than 59 and a half. If you're a special provisions employee, right, that's law enforcement, that's air traffic controller, that's firefighter, then that's age 50, right? So that's a big difference. So the traditional TSP, you can potentially touch it as early as 50 or 55. And the Roth TSP, you have to wait until 59 and a half. So depending on when you're trying to retire, that's one thing you definitely want to consider. And most of you are going to have money in the traditional TSP. So as long as you have enough in that traditional TSP to get you to 59 and a half, that's the most important thing, right? So that's something to consider. And also, I'm going to touch on this a little later, but your agency's matching contributions, you know how you put 5% in and they put 5% in as well from your paycheck? Well, their 5% is always going to go to the traditional. No matter, even if you put all your money into the Roth TSP, they're always going to put their matching contributions into the traditional TSP. So you're always going to basically have traditional TSP money that they're putting in as well. So that's something to consider as well. Okay, the next thing to consider is how your traditional TSP are going to affect other things in retirement, right? Because whenever you take money out of the traditional TSP, you got to pay taxes. And that means that your taxable income or your AGI is going to increase in retirement. Your AGI stands for adjusted gross income. And that number is important because the things that are based on that is Medicare Part B premiums, right? And the higher your income is, the more you pay in Medicare Part B, right? That's something to consider. The higher your taxable income, the higher percentage of Social Social Security is taxable for you, right? So there's a few things that 
taxable income will affect in retirement that you want to kind of look at Medicare and Social Security. How is, if I have more money in the traditional CSP and I'm taking it out in retirement, how is that going to affect my Medicare Part B and my taxability of my Social Security, right? Those things are things to look at as well, okay? Now, the next thing you want to look at is how much money do you need to take a big chunk of your TSP out at once, right? Because if you do, the Roth TSP has a ton of advantages there. Because let's say you need $100,000, you're buying an RV, right? You're buying an RV, you need 100 grand. Well, if you take that from the Roth TSP, well, great, that's tax-free, you're good to go, right? Obviously, it's not there to grow in the future, which is a bummer, but at least there's no taxes, right? If you take that out of the traditional TSP, well, first, you're going to have a huge tax bill. Second, you're probably going to get pumped up to a much higher tax bracket because that's $100,000, if not more, right, of extra taxable income. That's probably going to pop you up into a much higher tax bracket. So in that year, you're going to be paying, it, be paying a higher percentage of your money to taxes than you would otherwise, right? So if you know you're going to have one big lump sum payment that you need from the TSP, having the Roth TSP to do that is really helpful. Now, I've, I've been asked all the time, okay, can I use my TSP to pay off my mortgage? And this is the same sort of question. Hey, yes, you can. Just be careful so that you don't pay too many taxes at once. Maybe keep your mortgage in retirement, but pay it off slowly over different tax years so you don't have a big spike in your income taking a big chunk from your traditional TSP. So another, another few things to think about, right? Now, the next thing is RMDs. Okay, so both the traditional TSP and the Roth TSP are going to be subject to RMDs at 72. If you're not familiar, long story short, at age 72, the government starts making you withdraw money out of these accounts, whether you want to or need to or not, all right? It's just the law. Now, the only type of retirement account that is not subject to RMDs is a Roth IRA. So you can easily take your Roth TSP, roll that over to a Roth IRA, and avoid RMDs for that account, right? Which is a great thing. Now, if you roll a traditional TSP over to a traditional IRA, which you can do, right? A traditional IRA is still subject to RMDs, right? So that's kind of one nuance too. If you want to try to avoid RMDs as much as possible, a Roth IRA is the easiest way to do that. And the easiest way to get money into a Roth IRA is a Roth TSP because there's no taxes that are paid during that transfer, right? Okay. So that's a ton of different things to think about. So which one is better? Right? Let, let's really cut down to the nitty gritty. Which one is better? And as I'm sure you know right now, it just depends. There's so many factors as we already have discussed. But let's look at some generic situations. If someone is really young in their career, maybe they're starting out, their income is relatively low compared to what it will be later in their career and in retirement. Well, the, that gives them more advantage to use the Roth TSP. First, they're in a low taxable income relatively, right? Second, um, later in retirement, they're gonna well, they're gonna have lots of time between when they're putting this money in and when they retire, right? And so that money in the Roth TSP is gonna have years and years and maybe decades to compound and to grow. And so the effects of having all that after-tax money working for you just begins to compound. It becomes very very powerful, right? But on the other side. When a traditional TSP makes a lot more sense is when you are in the peak earning years of your career, we are making a lot of money and it's really nice to get those tax deductions, right? And a few other factors is, hey, 
What do you think tax rates are going to be in the future? Most people agree that tax rates are probably going to go up in the future, but what does that mean for you? What kind of income are you going to have in retirement? Is that going to be at the same level that you are right now? Is it going to be below? Is it going to be higher? It just depends. For most people, they have about the same amount of income as they did before, if not a little lower, but it can be a little higher depending on what you have in your TSP, how old you are, your RMDs, all these things, right? So those are some things to consider. So. I know there's a ton of things to think about. Long story short, do you want to pay taxes now or later? (laughs) Do you want to pay taxes now or later? And maybe go over all the different things that I went over to think about and say, okay, does that apply to me? Is that something that's relevant to me? And if not, okay, move on. What's the next thing? And make a list of the few things that are relevant to you so that you can clarify and simplify this decision. Because I know this is a ton of stuff. And when we're confused, And when we're anxious, we can't make good decisions. You have to wait, like, okay, let's simplify this for me. So I know the few factors that I need to consider when making this decision, and I can make one that isn't the perfect situation or perfect decision, maybe not. There's no such thing, because we don't have a crystal ball of what tax rates and what your income is gonna be exactly. You just do the best you can. And that's what this is about, learning about the things to consider, seeing which of those things apply to your situation, and then making a decision and executing on that. Maybe maybe that means, hey, I'm gonna do some Roth this year, and then maybe a little more next year. I don't wanna pay too much in taxes now, I'm just gonna slowly ramp it up so I can slowly get more and more Roth money in retirement. One last big point here, one last big, big, big point, and that is, when it comes to making this decision, oftentimes, there are extreme situations where it says, okay, you need to be 100% in your Roth TSP, period, done. And there's other situations where it's like, okay, no, for you, you need to be 100% in the traditional TSP, period, done. But there's a ton of gray area in the middle for a ton of people that's like, well, we don't know, it's gonna be close, so probably makes sense to do a little bit of both. And you can put some in the traditional TSP and some in the Roth, that is totally allowed. And so maybe that's the best answer for you. Maybe a little bit of both. Say, hey, I don't know what tax rates are gonna be in the future, I don't know what's gonna happen, but having the flexibility of both accounts in retirement is extremely powerful. Because year by year, you can decide where you take your money from. Maybe you know, you're know you gonna have a high tax year, say, okay, I could see that my taxes are gonna be a little higher this year, I'm gonna use more money from the Roth TSP to keep my taxes down into this low bracket. But maybe there's a year where you're like, hey, I got plenty of wiggle room, um, I got plenty of wiggle room before the next bracket, I'm just gonna go ahead and use my traditional TSP. Or maybe you know, hey, in a couple years, the tax rates are about to change, they're gonna increase. I'm going to pay the taxes now. Right, I'm gonna pay the taxes now by using the traditional TSP now and then having the Roth, the tax-free money for later when taxes are gonna be higher, right? It gives you some levers, some options in retirement, which options are king. You want options in retirement. So now, just a few miscellaneous questions to wrap this up. So one question I get all the time is, okay, how much can I put in the Roth TSP or the traditional TSP? And basically, you know there's a limit every year, right? For 2021, the limit is 19,500. If you're under age 50, if you're above age 50, it's 26,000. So basically between the Roth TSP and the traditional TSP, it could only go up to that limit. And you could split, let's say you're 51. You can put 26,000 into the, the TSP and you can decide how much of that goes into the Roth and how much of that goes into the traditional. You just can't go over the 26,000. That's the rule, 
right? And of course, your, your agency is going to match 5% as well, assuming you contribute at least 5% of your salary. So there is actually a calculator on the TSP website. If you just Google, if you Google, hey, Roth TSP versus traditional TSP calculator, one of the first hits is going to be a TSP website. And basically, they call it the contribution comparison calculator. That's what they call it. And you could pump in some information, okay? You could pump in some information about how many years till you retire, um, your tax rate, your salary, that kind of stuff. And they're gonna run some scenarios, some numbers for you of, okay, um, let's say, you know, this is your salary, this is your taxes. What is better off, a traditional TSP or a Roth TSP, right? And basically, long story short, it depends what your taxes are gonna be later. But definitely you could play around the numbers if that's something you're into. So I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day and I'll see you guys next time.